the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Um, I usually don't have any trouble at all in formulating an opinion. Um, one pastor, uh, a church that Joy and I visited often, uh, whenever we would be in attendance, he would, he would, he certainly didn't need to, but he would always acknowledge us being there. And uh, he would make some smart remark about, if only I could come up with an opinion on something. Because, okay, I have opinions on almost everything, and I have no problem expressing those opinions. But every once in a while, I come across a situation, I honestly don't know how I feel. And this is one of them. And I don't know how you will feel. And if you want to talk to me about it, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE. And it concerns Southern Baptist politics. Now, I know very, very little about the politics of the Southern Baptist Convention. What I read occasionally, uh, the last convention, there was a lot of controversy about who was going to be president. It was a very, very close vote. And uh, there was uh, quite a bit of contention between those who supported one candidate and another candidate and the candidate that was elected. Turned out there was controversy and did uh, always the Southern Baptist president serves two years, two terms. He's not. He's only serving one term, and I, I think because of the controversy and so forth. And But anyway, I, I, I know very little about the inner workings. I don't know any of the people in upper levels of leadership in the Southern Baptist Convention. So I just want to say that. But I am interested because the Southern Baptist Convention is so extremely important in America. Largest Protestant denomination in America, although technically Baptists aren't really Protestants, and someday we'll talk about that, but not today. But they are considered to be the largest Protestant denomination in America, and they have had an incredibly positive influence on America, particularly since the conservative resurgence back in the 70s. Um, I just have enormous respect for the men who fought for the integrity of Scripture back in those battle days. Paige Patterson, W.A. Criswell, Bailey Smith, Adrian Rogers, uh, Jerry Vines, um, and a whole host of others just have enormous respect for their courage and standing for the Word of God. So I said all that to just say, I don't know any of the real details, 
but I follow it because they're so important. Well, one of the prime candidates for the new presidency, they will meet this June for their annual meeting, and they will elect a new president. One of the prime candidates is a gentleman, a pastor by the name of Willie Rice. He is pastor of a large church in Clearwater, Florida. Don't know him? Know very little about him, except he was a pretty popular person, and a lot of people were supporting his nomination and his candidacy and so forth. Well, I was shocked to read today that he has withdrawn uh, his candidacy. Not not going to run, not going to be nominated. I, I He is not going to run. Willie Rice. And I thought, well, I wonder why. Well, here's the reason. A gentleman in their church was involved with an illicit relationship. I don't believe he was married at the time. I don't think. But he was a teacher in a high school, and he had a physical relationship with an 18-year-old student. Now, that was over 20 years ago. Uh, He was not prosecuted. There were never criminal charges. But it was wrong. A teacher had a relationship with an 18-year-old student. I, I don't know the details. I don't know why there weren't criminal charges and so on and so forth. Anyway, that was well over 20 years ago. It was before he accepted Christ as Savior. He came to Christ, was born again, and has been very open about how wrong this was. It was sin. It was wrong. He repented. He was public about it after he accepted Christ as Savior. Asked the girl for forgiveness and uh, gave his life to Christ. Well, not long ago, Calvary Church in Clearwater made him a deacon. And the Baptist Church depends on the form of government, whether it's an elder-led church or a deacon-led church. But the office of deacon is a place of honor and leadership. He was made a deacon. The pastor, Willie Rice, and the leadership of the church knew about his past. They said, well, he's forgiven. He's been born again. His sins have been washed away, whiter than snow. And so, because he had lived a consistent, godly life for many years and had openly repented of his past sin, they made him a deacon. Now, a little further. Because of his past, they stipulated that he could not be involved in children or student ministries at the church. Just because of the past, not because he had shown any proclivity to do anything wrong with children, whatever, but because that was way, way, way back in his past, just to be cautious, they said, no contact with children or student ministries at the church. Well, After he was nominated, or it came out that he was going to be nominated as president of the convention, this thing about this deacon came out, and some people said, 
you are disqualified from being president of the Southern Baptist Convention because you let this guy into a leadership position in your church, which means you do not understand the evils of sexual abuse. You don't understand it, and therefore you are disqualified from being the president of the Southern Baptist Convention. Well, the pastor, Willie Rice, looked at the whole thing and said, hmm, you know, maybe we shouldn't have made him a deacon. Maybe we shouldn't have. And they asked him to step down as deacon. And he said, if we were making the same decision today, after all we've learned, we would obviously have chosen differently. We've learned a great deal about what should be characterized as abusive behavior. We grieve we did not recognize it. So they tried to deal with it, and they asked this gentleman, you know what, you shouldn't be a deacon. And so because of the controversy, Willie Rice has withdrawn his name because he was attacked so severely by fellow Southern Baptists because of the way he dealt with this man who became a deacon and so on and so forth. Now, here's my dilemma. I absolutely hate sexual abuse. I do. And there are consequences to sin. But this man sinned once, over 20 years ago, became a Christian, has repented, openly admitted that what he did was terrible, horrible, awful, has never shown any reason to be questioned again. Is he then disqualified for life, for any kind of leadership or ministry role in the church? And was the church wrong to recognize his spiritual gifts 20 years after a sin was committed that he repented of. I'm torn here. I really am. Do we really believe in grace? Do we really believe that someone can be restored? David was a murderer. David was an adulterer. Paul was a murderer. And then on the other hand, sexual abuse is such a terrible, evil thing. I don't know. Um, I know we have to... We have to be very careful in not going to one extreme or the other. It is hard for me to accept that someone who committed a sin 20 years ago was never criminally charged, repented of it, would be disqualified for Christian ministry. Help me out. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Now, it's interesting. I'm getting emails from our listeners about this candidate for the presidency of the Southern Baptist Convention that has withdrawn his name because 
They allowed a man who committed a, a blatant sin over 20 years ago to be a deacon in his church. Um, and I'll just, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I, um, I struggle with this. Uh, we, we have to be careful that we adhere to biblical principles and not bow to public pressure. It's, it's like the race thing. Today, our culture and our society says it is not enough to believe in equality. You have to be anti-racist. It's not enough to, to oppose discrimination. That's not enough. It's not enough to believe that all men are created equal. It's not enough to believe that people should not be treated differently because of the color of their skin. It's not enough to believe that all men are created equal. It's not enough to believe that. You have to prove to the world that you are anti-racist. And what does it mean to be anti-racist? Well, it depends on who you talk to. And that's part of where this CRT thing comes out. The same is true in this issue of sexual abuse. It is not enough that you demand integrity, honesty, purity, godliness, holiness. That's not enough. You have to be anti-abuse. Um, and and I and I fear that this is happening in some some areas of the Southern Baptist Convention as well as others. We have to prove to the world that we are anti this. Being biblical, dealing honestly, openly with sexual sin, whether it's uh, child abuse, sexual abuse, or whatever. That's not enough. We have to prove to the world that we're anti this. And I think we get caught in this trap of trying to prove negatives rather than just simply adhering to Scripture and stop worrying about what people think or what people say. Because if you if you try to appease, it's never enough. I don't care who it is. If you if 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 the reason why you do something is to appease someone, either an individual or a group, and that's the only reason you did it, just to appease, not because it was right, but because you had to appease. You'll never please them. It is never, ever, enough. And so, um, like I said, I know very little about the inner workings of the Southern Baptist Convention. Very, very little. I don't know a whole lot of what's going on in the politics. But I am praying that this convention this June, there will be great unity and a stand for unapologetic adherence to the absolute authority of Scripture.
And I am praying that nothing that is done at the convention is done simply for public consumption. Look at us. Look at what we're doing. When the Southern Baptists had their convention here in Columbus several years ago, we here at WRFD were very involved in it. We had the privilege of recording it and sending it out nationwide. Uh, And there was a great deal of emphasis on equality at that convention, racial reconciliation, repentance over the past. But I never sensed that any of it was done to impress the detractors. It was done out of a real heart for unity and reconciliation. Um, I pray that's the case this summer. What happens at the Southern Baptist Convention does impact, in one way or another, all of American Christianity. They are that big. They are that influential. And whether you are a part of it or not, and I realize that probably the overwhelming majority of you are not, what happens there impacts all of American evangelical Christianity. And I'm praying good things revival, unity will come out of that meeting and I hope you are praying the same. Hey, thank you so very, very much for joining me. I hope you have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.